Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello and welcome back to Breton Cliffs Flea Circus, a festive flea circus for the second week. How are you doing? <laughs> On the other side of the blower, there in the dark I'm room. I'm fine. Yes, I'm fine. Uh, this week, I've decided to be Papa Shangle. Okay, so that's all right with you. Are, are you a, a Haitian voodoo dealer? Is that the right word for one of those guys? A dealer? Yeah, a dealer yeah. of voodoo. He was a wrestler. He used to uh, make oil drip out of people's faces. Did <laughs> make them cry? <laughs> oil. Uh, well, that's yeah. nice. I'm it Cliff, is, uh-huh. as ever. Hello. Do you not want to be someone different? I'm comfortable in my own skin, bro. Are you sure about that? Not these days I am, yes. Wasn't for a long time, but now <laughs> I definitely am. Oh, no. What what on earth and past uh, past crimes, aren't we? Yeah, well, no, I mean, obviously there's sometimes I've pretended to be other people for my own gain, <laughs> but uh, that wasn't what I was referring to. Sometimes I pretend to be you, just to add to your downfall. <laughs> I didn't need any help in that whatsoever. <laughs> but okay, but thank you. Uh, what did you think when you did you walk you're a lovely island? man and everybody knows that. Everybody did you walk knows a violin shoes. <laughs> well, they didn't fit so wrong I size, really. Of course, all the news. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, you're in a Christmas jumper there looking very festive. A Christmas sweatshirt. Can you see what it is? Can you see? Christmas trees, snowflakes. Oh. And Mogwise. It's only a bloody gremlin, yeah, gizmo. isn't it? <laughs> it is. Fantastic. We're going to do that film as well, but we're not now, are we? We were going to, but yeah, but uh, our friends on the All The Right Movies podcast did it instead. They stole it, didn't um, they? Stole it. So, I don't know, if you want to listen to that and hear about the camera angles and stuff, you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, lads. <laughs> just a bit of a joke there. I'm yeah. only jo- I'm joshing you. I'm joshing you. It's uh, that stuff, man, net. I know we can't talk about it, can we? <laughs> we're, we're not we're not equipped to talk about it. Are we? We're far from it. Far from it. Um, are you feeling festive? I, I'm getting in the festive mood. Very. I'm going to get a little slowly. bit more in the festive mood by opening this beer. What was it? What you got? I'm Is still it, on uh... the Kaiser. Oh, good old Kaiser. That's, so uh, yeah, I've got uh, the No Frills Lager again. Okay. Pure, But pure I've lager. got two bottles of Bex over here. For when it gets proper festive. Ooh. Because like we like Christmas the is of old. I know. Do you think you'll drink anything? I'll, I'll out fancy of get a... myself oh, some red stripe. Red stripe. Oh. I, I was just saying, I, 
Yeah, it's a red stripe. Oh, there's so much no, drink like for me. Stripe. Is this because it's Jamaican? Can you ever see yourself drinking out of a wok ever again? I can't. I can see myself <laughs> drinking out of a wok. I can't. Um, I don't know when the opportunity will present itself, but I, I hope it does. That was a new year, wasn't it? Yours? I yeah, so. I, maybe. I think it, oh, it might have been a time when um, my parents had gone away for the I week. know. I think I'm mixing yeah. up two and nights at I yours because there was one night we went to your house when mm-hmm. all kinds of things happened. Uh, and I think that was the one. Yeah. Um, and then there was another night we uh-huh. went and it was New Year's Eve and we did a little bit of, not everybody did, but we did a little bit of a crawl, your house. Yeah. Um, we ended like a few of us ended up in my mom and dad's house. And I think I think the walk happened then, but instead, I think it was just a wholesome rendition of everybody's got something to hide except for me and my monkey by the Beatles. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> it was definitely that. I remember on one of those say Christmas uh, times where people would just go to our, you know our friends' houses and mm-hmm. stuff for a little drink. Nobby, our friend, managed to knock over my Christmas tree. How what he managed to do it? Yeah. What a surprise. Come no on idea. the show and defend yourself, Nobby. <laughs> his, his wife put a, a picture of him recently on Facebook that said I told him not to walk down that river bank <laughs> and it, it was just his back covered in mud it's <laughs> <laughs> oh, <that was> excellent <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Nobby you need to come on the show what a man, man. <laughs> what a man <laughs> So I'm feeling a bit more festive, yeah. The tree's up. Um, Mm -hmm. I think I'm getting a turkey delivered next week. That's nice. Hopefully dead. (laughs) Oh, well. Sorry, Sorry, vegetarians. But I do. I really really do hope it's dead. Um, (laughs) Have have you ever killed a bird? Is this a trick question? No. I don't. (laughs) Um, It's not about your past. uh, past Okay, then. No, then. No? No. I haven't either. Do you think you could do it? You think you could? Uh, well, could... easily. I'm fucking far bigger than a bird. Easily, <laughs> <laughs> but like morally, do you think you could do it? I mean, it's all right eating it, isn't it? But I know, you, you don't know, want to go to a slaughterhouse say, for a visit. I know, but when people say if you want to eat the meat, you've got to be prepared to look it in the eye and kill it. Well, obviously uh-huh. you don't. Of course you don't. <laughs> like otherwise, butchers wouldn't exist, and everybody would you'd be your own personal butcher, etc. Of course you wouldn't uh-huh. have to do that. I appreciate the that it's a live being and I appreciate everything that goes into getting that meat yeah. into my house. Um, uh-huh. I don't, it's but not you something don't that I switch it. off for. Well, I don't need to, do I? You don't you know, want to get your hands dirty. Clint. I don't want to get my hands dirty. And anything, you know me, <laughs> if I can get somebody else to do the dirty work, I'm very, very happy to do that. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I think I'm with you. I mean, I, I wouldn't like to chop off uh, a bird's head. No way. Because I think that's the first thing you've got to do. Not that I know anything about it, you know what I mean? But and, and plus plus the feathers. You, like, pull its heart out. <laughs> because I'm not a Mortal Kombat character. <laughs> <laughs> Get over here. <laughs> I've got a few questions for you. Actually, one of uh, the questions I have for you, Cliff, mm-hmm. is one that's been lost in the ether, but the the uh, the listeners won't have heard this particular. Why do you keep saying things are lost in the ether? I'll ask it again, because there are. Do you think, my friend, Mr. Mm -hmm. Cliff, that women can use just for men? Well, it's called just for men, right? And I remember having an argument about about this with somebody, and they they were insistent 
that women couldn't use it because of its name. <laughs> and I said, well, no, of course they can use it. I wonder if there has been a, a, a time when a woman has become desperate to dye her hair and has just reached for the, the just for men. Do you think that's happened? <laughs> I think, I, think, I think it's possible for women to use it, but, I mean, who can say what the results would be? I mean, it would have to get someone to message her and tell her. Yeah, so if there are any women out there who have ever felt the need to use Just For Men, um, this is a safe space, uh-huh. a sharing space. You can always reach out to us and tell us your story, what journey you you've been on, um, <laughs> and what, you know, how, how you felt... Um, and what the basically, what did your hair look like after you used just for men? Yeah, did you did your hair fall out? Oh, have you got a little mustache today? Or, uh, or... <laughs> well, that's none your business. <laughs> I've got a little mustache. I've just got a little bit of growth going on. The mustache is behind us. <laughs> what, what's what's it doing there? Tell me. <laughs> I hope not. Freddie Mercury hasn't arrived again, has he? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other question I had from you, you Cliff, um, was have, have you ever met Santa or spoke to Santa? Well, of course, many remember? a time. Uh-huh. Many a time. Mm-hmm. Was it not just a neighbour who got dressed up as Santa? Because that always used to happen, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, get I one mean, of the that, to do that has happened. But you also know uh-huh. about, and I won't go into too much detail about it, but you also know of my ill-fated trip to Lapland where I actually met Santa in Lapland. <laughs> no, I don't know about that. What did basically, you do? I, did, I did meet the real Santa as an adult. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, and everybody else on the trip was a child. <laughs> 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 so we'll, I felt we'll like Robin Williams. Partly the reason I asked that is because uh, obviously I've met neighbours who have been dressed mm-hmm. as Santa Claus, but I also uh, worked for T-Mobile as a young man mm-hmm. um, in a call centre and Mr Santa Claus rang me at T-Mobile. Really? Yeah, changed his name, Mr Santa Claus, yeah. I was, uh, it was the best day of my life, speaking accent? to Mr Santa Claus. It was... Uh, <laughs> It was it was a brummy accent, I think. Was it? So you know whether he was the real Santa Claus, I'm not too what sure. What was about his that. issues anyway? It, what was his issues? Yeah. Uh, mainly, I think his main issue was that uh, the the company refused to change his name to Mister Santa Claus. <laughs> so I quite happily did it for him. <laughs> because obviously, I, I you know. I'll, I wanted him to be called Mr. Santa Claus. That, and I also spoke to Carnu, the uh, Arsenal striker. Nwanku. Those were the two good people I spoke to. Nwanku, Carnu, yes. Uh-huh. Can we talk about people's credit history on this programme? <laughs> I don't know. But I can also tell you about some of the uh, famous celebrities that applied for mortgages at Northern Rock when I worked there, if you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, no, Nwanku, which... Carnu. Is, is he called Nwanku? I think he is called Nwanku, yeah. Um, Wank. Oh, actually, you're you're probably privy to his actual age then. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that might have been why his credit limit was so low, and his uh, phone was being cut off at the, at the forty pound mark because they couldn't verify his age, <laughs> like a Roger Miller sort of uh, situation, I think. So. <laughs> oh well, talk about football. Sunderland have got a new manager, and we won a game. We did. That's good. Yeah, we'll be Oldham. 
Lee Johnson is the manager. Same age as us. Is he? Yeah. Well, he's, he's, Could you he's do going it? to be good. Would I do it? Would I be the manager? Would you do it? Like if he, if could he I, do, I could I could do it hands down. Hands down. <laughs> easy. Easy. It's the easiest job in the world. Now people say that you used to say that the England job was like a poison chalice and that. That's well, say that about Sutherland. What a lot of rubbish. Well, that's it. But uh, that's just rubbish, isn't it? I mean, yeah, it, it's uh, you should How's the England job the hardest job in the world? I don't know. Play about eight games a year. Not hard. Graham Taylor fucked it up so many times. I pick think, all, I think pick the, all the best players the in the country. Just pick all the best players. Yeah, Play. I think it was people in your line of work, the press. That uh, I think that's oh, why they said go. that, didn't they? Because like, you know, the journalists would have the Aye, England for the tabloids. The tabloids are always like that. That's yeah. I've never worked for a tabloid. I don't operate in that sphere. I'm I'm not blaming you specifically. <laughs> I know, but you've tarred. Although I'd like I'd like to. I'd like, like to do, do with me. Well, I'd like to say that the reason that England haven't won anything since 1966 is your fault. The reason I think... we've won one thing ever, 1966, one thing. Why do people mm-hmm. think we should be winning the World Cup every four years? We've won it once in its entire history. Have we ever no, won the but... European Championships? No. No. So why do people <laughs> think we should win it all the time? Because <laughs> we should, man. Okay, well, that's answered that. Because um, I believe in fairies and stuff like that, like Clough said. <laughs> <laughs> if Clough was the manager, I would have won something, I think. If Clough had to get in the job in the 70s... I'm I not saying it's impossible for us to win, but I think, like, oh, it's so hard. Fuck off, man. <laughs> <laughs> of course it's hard. <laughs> Who's the best right-back in all of the English leagues and teams? Right, we'll pick him. Like, how's that hard? Yeah. Put, put that there. Uh, is he called Tarek Lampy? <laughs> have you been watching anything this week, Mr. Cliff? I have watched a film called Black Bear, which has Black Bear. the sarcastic actress Aubrey Plaza in it. She was in that Legion thing, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah, that's all right. Like that, that, yeah, um, good in that. Yeah, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's a, um, a kind of psychological drama about relationships. Um, like you think one thing's happening and then it kind of rewinds and it plays out again, but everybody's a different character uh, within uh-huh. the same story. Um, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. She's good in it. I like her. Uh, she's really good. Mm-hmm. The, it's only a small cast. They're all good. I'm not sure if it entirely works, but, uh, but yeah, worth watching. Worth watching. So I've watched that and um, uh-huh. that's about it. Really, I've been, I haven't really been in the house that much. Coronation Street, of course, as always. Um, but um, have you seen that you're in a new film called Muscle? The actor Craig Fairbrass? That's not me. Nothing to I do with writing Fred? No, I don't look like that you remember person. we used to say you look like him when he was in EastEnders? Nah. And from EastEnders, we used to say it. Nah, I can't remember that at all. Yeah, we did. <laughs> well, I, don't I, don't think you, like I don't think you ever bought into it, but uh, <laughs> he's in a new film called Muscle, which is a black and white, uh, quite low budget story uh-huh. about like toxic masculinity um it looks like hard work but it it, it looks really good uh so yeah. i'm gonna try and watch that mm. over the weekend what about oh, you well that's good but I, I can beat you okay i've been uh, i watched a documentary um on the iPlayer um about the pop artist peter blake oh yes we all know because he did sergeant pepper and stuff. uh-huh 
and uh, it was Stanley about Rudd. his fascination with the. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it was about his his fascination with the wrestler Kendo Nagasaki. <laughs> that's what the documentary was about. Because uh, it's all about um, this, this producer guy who's doing the documentary, and uh, Peter Blake as well, who have the, this fascination with. Kendo Nakasaki, <laughs> and he's like a, a, a strange guy who like he won't take off his mask, the wrestling yeah. stuff. He won't speak, and um, the Kendo Nakasaki's uh, manager is the most obtuse man I've ever seen in my life. Oh really? He's well, just I might have to try and watch an it. awful man. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I mean, it, 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 I was watching it. I was thinking, is this made up? I have watched a couple of documentaries about him, and he's a strange character. Um, but like he's a proper what you would call a British eccentric, which normally means a posh weirdo. Yeah, but I think he's quite good. Yeah, um, I also watched a documentary about Phil Collins because I had some time off, so I Did watched you? a documentary about the making of Face Value. He's like quite self-effacing. Like I think, right? Uh, I don't know. It was, it was good. Anyway, I enjoyed it. I like that album, um, and I like Phil Collins, so I thought it was good. Yeah, I was going to ask you that uh, album, No Jacket Required. Well, mm. why doesn't he need a jacket? Just not going Phil out Collins. anywhere. <laughs> is he not? Is that is that why he's called that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> why is it called that? It probably is that, to be honest. I don't need a jacket, man. <laughs> oh, come with me to the rolling sea where the weather's calm and still. We'll have some fun and laughter with the adventures of Portland Bill. I thought he was called Portland Bill. What? Is it, What's his name? Portland or Portland Portland. I've just, I've just said the same, said the same thing, same haven't twice. I? Twice. Three times, in fact. Portman. <laughs> Portman Bill. It's Portland. That's what I thought it was. I can't remember that anyway. I remember the song. It was good. It was good. The, well, wow, it was, um, the song, if you listen to the song, it's really nice. It's like a really nice, like proper English folk song, like the guitar mm-hmm. and stuff. I think you would like it. Moss Chops. Do you remember mm-hmm. Moss Chops? Moss Chops, no. Moss Chops. What's that? It was a, it Moss was Chops. a kind of the same kind of an, animated, uh, not claymation, but like uh, what, what? Like morph. Can I say morph again? You can say morph again. I was going to say Postman Pat, like that kind of thing. But what is? All right. Yeah. What even is Postman Pat animation? Is that style? not stop animation? Stop, stop motion. Stop motion. Maybe it's that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. It's about Moss Chops. He's a dinosaur. No, I can't and it's, remember uh, voiced by the one and only Bernard Cribbins. Oh, Mr. Cribbins. <laughs> like Mr. Cribbins, he's good. Yeah. He always pops up in 60s films, doesn't he? British yeah. 60s films and also, that. He's in a couple of Hammer things, I think. Yeah, he is. Um, also wrote the greatest song about bungling removal men. So that's that. <laughs> Old Cliff. Yeah. You know what? Are you ever stuck about buying uh, Christmas presents for your father? Because I am. I, I have been this year. Yeah. Um, do you mean my dad or your? Are you buying a present for my dad or yours? Well, no, no, my dad. Because I mean, we're forty. We're nearly forty. Me and you, mm-hmm. aren't we? Mm-hmm. So all the things that we've uh, we've bought were. Well, my, my dad's or whatever, just, we've exhausted them, I think. Mm-hmm. So uh, I've found uh, our friend, who I didn't actually realise who who did this, um, our friend from the Mariners, uh, mm-hmm. Luke Williamson, 
Yeah, yeah. he is actually a, quite a talented artist as well, which I didn't realize. Okay, um, no, I didn't. And I was looking on his, I was looking on his Twitter and stuff like that. And he does sort of brilliant artwork and and things and what the others like digital art prints um, of of like famous football grounds and and things like that from yesterday. So like broke apart and things like that. So okay. I, I think I'm going to get myself. I think I'm going to get myself. Me dad doesn't listen to this, so <laughs> do you know what I mean. He, he won't. He won't know. I think I'm going to get myself something from Luke. So if you're stuck, anybody out there, I think I think you should have a little check of uh, Luke's website because there's loads of brilliant stuff what on there. What is it? I'll have a look. Send you. Oh, but his his uh, his website is uh, LukeWilliamsonArt.com, which is all lowercase. So definitely check it out because it's brilliant stuff. It's really really. Fantastic. That's good. Nice Roker Park picture wouldn't go amiss, like. Was there a little lawyer pack man? Uh-huh. And played the trombone. Aye, that's right, aye. Aye, I remember him. I mean, that, that is... You never got him you never got him with the lawyer pack, though, did you? He was the main reason I wanted lawyer pack yeah. when I was a kid, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Digging through it just to find that little man. Car- I used to spend hours trying to carve him out of butter. <laughs> Right, well, we watched about? a new Christmas film called mm-hmm. Fat Man. Uh, we did indeed. Before we go into any more about it, did you like it? Did I like it? That is a very good question. Um, it was all right. Mm-hmm. I agree. That's what I think I'd yeah, say. I agree. I, I don't think it was brilliant. I don't think it was awful either. Um, yeah, it was just okay. It was okay. There's some like fun bits in it i don't think it really all works like i think it i'm not sure what the makers of this uh film think it is that's i think that's the problem yeah i don't know whether they think people find it funny it's meant to be funny or it's meant to be scary or it's meant to be funny Uh and scary and a thriller directed by brothers Esham and Ian Nelms, who I have to admit I've never heard of before, but uh, that doesn't mean they haven't done any good stuff. And it stars Mel Gibson, Walton Goggins, and Marianne Jean-Baptiste. And it is about Santa Claus. Mel Gibson is Santa. He is based in the real world, and his job is making and delivering toys which is Santa Claus's job. Of course, we all know that. Um, but <laughs> business is going down the drain because kids are increasingly badly behaved. So he doesn't get the contracts to make the toys anymore. So he's going through a bit of a bad time and therefore yeah. he's a bit of a grump um, and he's trying to find ways to make yeah. more money. Um uh-huh. There's a little kid who's a bit of a dick. In fact, a lot of a dick. He's awful, in fact. Um, who ends up yeah, getting a lump of is. coal for Christmas. And mm-hmm. he's a rich, precocious kid. And as a result of getting this lump of coal, he decides to hire a hitman to take out Santa because he can't believe Santa would dare give him a lump of coal. And the hitman he hires is Walton Goggins, who also has a grudge to bear against Santa, and he basically tries to track him down and take him out and get paid by the kid. And that's that's the premise of the film. Mm-hmm. You think that sounds like a good film when you yeah, say it out loud? that is the premise of the film. Um, 
Yeah, I mean it. It's it sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? I mean that's the thing. I mean, you, like at the start, you were you were saying, I'm not too sure what the film is. I think it's it's more of like a, a social commentary, isn't it? This film, it's more mm-hmm. like you know holding a, a mirror up the the way that society is at the moment and stuff like that. Yeah, and obviously yeah. the the way that the thought of doing that is through the the Christmas premise. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Through mm-hmm. Santa and. And stuff like that. How, how, if Santa was a real person and he, he was living in 2020, mm-hmm. how would he be? Yeah. You know what I mean? What kind of person would he be like? And I think that's what the, the filmmakers have tried to do. Well, I think really that what's interesting about it is that Mel Gibson, troublesome Mel Gibson, is playing the nicest man of all time, Santa Claus. I think that is really what this film is. Uh, Going to live or die on, I think. He was blacklisted, wasn't he, for 10 years, I think, in, in Hollywood and, mm-hmm. and stuff because of the things that he, he said. I mean, I'm not down with the things that he said, you know, far from it. You know, I'm not down with anti-Semitism or anything like that mm-hmm. at all. I think that's abhorrent. Do you yep. know what I mean? I agree. I mean, it, but it, I mean, I think he's had struggles with, like, alcohol and, and things like that in the past, hasn't he? He's been done for, like, drink driving and... Yeah, like, like many that, many times, he, I think he's been. I think he's been an alcoholic like since his early twenties, and I think he still struggles with it now. Which, I mean, you can excuse yeah. bad behaviour and bad choices um, through being alcoholic and having that that problem, but I don't think you can excuse some of the things he's said um, and no, some no. of the things he's meant to Definitely have done not. also. Wouldn't, if they're true, shouldn't be excused. But I mean, for a long time, Mel Gibson was like the ultimate Hollywood star, like the, a heartthrob. Like in the yeah. late eighties, early nineties, moms loved him. He was an action star. Uh-huh. Like you know, he, he was like the main Hollywood man. He, you know, he, I was just, I've written down a few notes of things about Mel Gibson, and altogether, it's a mad mix. He's got nine kids. Yeah. He's won an Oscar for Best Director. He's an alcoholic. He spent millions and millions and millions of dollars on divorce settlements. He's also spent millions on philanthropy and and charity donations. Um, He's very right-wing religious Christian. He's obviously also very right-wing mm-hmm. in his views uh, about certain things. He's been racist, homophobic, anti-Semitic in the past. Like we both obviously don't agree with all of that, of course. Um, I mean, all of that stuff and still being like a major Hollywood star, and also having enough people that want to obviously help him get uh-huh. a leg back up and back in the game. Um, he's obviously a complicated character probably not an altogether nice yeah. in the in the whole but um he is even now in something like this which is a frankly bizarre film i think he's a magnetic actor a magnetic mm. performer yeah i think i think that's true i mean he, he, he i mean mel gibson throughout us growing up and stuff like that we would have watched him in in lethal weapon mad max as well I mean, they, they're really good films. I mean, I know that, you know, that the Passion of the Christ is controversial and stuff like that, and that's views and stuff like that have come from, like, the reaction mm-hmm. to that film. Um, 
But I mean, he's a very good director. And even recently, one that I'd completely forgotten about, which is a, a war film called Hacksaw Ridge, which he directed. I don't, I don't agree with these views. That far from it. I mean, I'm completely opposed to these views. But there's no denying that he's a talented actor. Like you said, he's a magnetic actor. The thing that he's got going for him is that, you know, all of his films in the past have made a shitload of money. <laughs> yeah, most, so well, most of them, most well. of them. Um, what do you think about the guy, Walton Goggins? Yeah, that's fine. The it's bad guy? It's, it's, I think uh, he is the new Christopher Walton. That's what I think. Yeah, I thought he was very He's Jack Nicholson. The hair of Christopher Walton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I thought oh, he was very bit. Jack Nicholson. Oh, I just like his crazy hair. Yeah, his hair is very crazy in this. And uh, uh-huh. I think he's the best thing in this film, to be honest. Um, and I think his performance is the best thing in mm-hmm. it. And I think his backstory would potentially be the best thing in it, but they don't go into it. <laughs> they just touch on it. Like... It, he hates Santa because he never got yeah. anything other than that little toy. So he's collecting loads of toys that are made by Santa's workshop. But if he hadn't had the phone call from the kid asking him to kill him, what, what was going to happen? Do you mean, would he have done it of his own accord? Got gone after him of his own accord? Well, I don't know. Like, really... well, we don't know. That's the thing. Like, if, I think it would be more interesting if the kid had nothing to do with it. And it was just about that character. Uh-huh. There was a reason. There was a reason for the kid... Being in there, I mean, he, he was almost like shoehorned in. And the, the reason for the kid being in there is is like a part at the end, which is a, another good bit, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's I mean, we're not going to talk about spoilers yeah. and stuff like that. But, yeah, I mean, with uh, it was strange with the, the assassin bit because I think they needed, they needed the assassin bit for the, like, the social commentary or whatever, or, or Santa's redemption, mm-hmm. you know. At the end, but uh, maybe he didn't really need the assassin. I thought as well. <laughs> okay, I mean, that, that, that okay. was the the, the thing. <laughs> that was the thing where I mean, I, I like the the, the social commentary of it. It's not a particularly enjoyable film to watch, is it? I mean, if you look, you're looking for like a Christmas cheer and a warm fuzzy feeling. No, no, this far isn't from it. The film far for that is, is it. <laughs> I mean. I, I watched uh, I watched a bit of it with uh, my wife, and she says, uh, "Well, it's like Die Hard Santa, isn't it? That's what this <laughs> film is." Um, that, that's what she said, and yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. You know what I mean? That it's an action film with Santa Claus, isn't it? Uh-huh. I think this film really picks up in the last twenty minutes. Like you've gone through all of this stuff, and then at the end, you know what it reminds us of? I love Scrooged. Bill Murray mm-hmm. Christmas film. It's in my yeah. top three or five Christmas films for yeah. sure. Uh-huh. At the beginning of Scrooge, Bill Murray's mm-hmm. Frank Cross shows a trailer for a show to his execs who are horrified of what you've seen. Yeah. And they're all like, they're fainting mm-hmm. and this isn't the real spirit of Christmas. The end of this film is exactly like that trailer that they have, it's the it's the billion dollar man, isn't it? And he's and it's all like it's just all yeah. bloody and violent. The last 20 minutes of this film feels like what that would have mm-hmm. been like if he had got to make that. I think it's like so it just goes into yeah. a real action film that- where there's lots of violence <laughs> and stuff and shooting them up and stuff like that. But I actually think that's when it really it's much 
more engaging, I think, at that point. I don't think anybody should put this anywhere near the top of their Christmas watch list. I've just written a review of it, actually, um, for work. And uh-huh. I think I basically said, like, is it good? Not really. Is it enjoyable? A bit. Um, should you watch it? Probably watch it once. Like, <laughs> like probably watch it yeah. once. Yeah, well, that's but- the thing. That, that's what I was thinking. That's what. That's exactly what I was thinking, you know. I mean, it, I, I, I watched it. You know, it was okay. Will I ever watch it again? No chance whatsoever. Yeah, I'm not no, going to watch no, it again. No. Do you know what I mean? It's a very sort of nihilistic view of, mm. of Christmas. Mm-hmm. But the, the thing is with it is is that there is some truth to it. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what they want you to do. And we'll next week we'll talk about something that's a little bit more saccharine and more in keeping with the Christmas spirit <laughs> and traditional. Um, but, you uh-huh. know, we wanted to... We took a punt yeah. on this one and it really... This is the thing. If it if Mel Gibson wasn't in it, there's no way we would have watched it. There's no way we would have suggested it. So that really yeah. is the thing. Like we have watched yeah. it because Mel Gibson's in it. We rightly or wrongly, that's the only yeah. real interest in this film. If it was the lead is Walton Goggins, Fat Man, <laughs> worth <laughs> well, a watch. Worth a watch. Don't sit down with the kids to watch it, and don't. And I wouldn't buy it for anyone. Definitely not. <laughs> Um, I've got a quiz. Ooh, Ooh is it a happy quiz? It's a happy quiz. After that, um, it's a Christmas, a Christmas song quiz. Ooh, and nice. You, and you know what, Brett? I think you'll do all right at this. Yes. Oh well, I, I, when you say that, you see, you've said that in the past, haven't you, with your quizzes? And that is like the trigger that it's going to be rock hard. No, this one should be okay. Because I want to inject right. a little bit of Christmas spirit and I want to mm-hmm. entice a little thing along. So that's what I've done. <laughs> um, I'm going to say the first line of a famous Christmas song. I haven't gone obscure. I'm going to say the first line of a famous Christmas song and I want you to tell me what song it is. If you want to sing the next okay. line, even better. They said there'd be snow at Christmas. Is that it? You're just giving us one line. They said there'd be peace on earth. <laughs> they said there'd be snow at Christmas. They said there'd be peace on earth. And I can't remember the next line. Um, no, I can't remember. It's not live, Ed. It's That's rubbish, isn't it? Greg Emerson Lake and Palmer. They said there'd be snow at Christmas. They said there'd uh-huh. be peace on us. I believe in Father Christmas. That one. You like that one. You like that? Right. I know you do. I do like that one. <laughs> the thing is, right, the thing is that I've just realised about the uh, Christmas songs is, right, I'm, I'm not very good at lyrics anyway, <laughs> but, like, you only hear them once a year. So, like, I'm going to be also, even worse. <laughs> also, um, all of the lyrics are, are essentially that same line. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's see if you get this one. The mood is right, the spirit's up. I'm not going to do very well at this. <laughs> In fact, I'm going to get them all wrong. Oh, man. Is that Shaking Stevens? No. The mood is right. See, I do it. The spirit's up. Well, yeah. We're here tonight. Ooh. But that's enough. Maybe if you sing it, you say rather than uh, just saying. Just yeah, but talking if I sing lyrics. it. 
Bah humbug, that's too strong because it's my favorite holiday. I don't know the next line of this. <laughs> you, but you've got the you've got it written down. I know that I know the song. Do you know what the name of the song is? Is it Pretend as a Summon? This one. No. It's the waitresses. Shit, I'm crap at this. The waitresses. Oh, Christmas rapping. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I kind of know that one. Okay, next one. <laughs> Welcome well, so to I, my no, Christmas so song. No, got no idea. I thought you said you like Christmas. In fact, you're an imposter. No idea, Cliff. You're an imposter. I do. I, I do like Christmas, but I, I don't. Yeah, I'm not. You know, all fair with all the lyrics. Unfortunately, welcome I just to hum- my Christmas song. I'd like to thank you for this year. Do 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 do. Oh yeah, Elton John. Step, Step into, into Christmas. Christmas. Step into Christmas. Yeah, I got that one. Well, yeah, I kind of got that. I didn't get the words. Yeah, no, did you, I, you got I'm it. Good. You got it. Last one. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Okay. I've I've curtailed it. Um, uh-huh. Last one. <laughs> Was the all? No, there wasn't. Um, out of all the reindeers, you know you a mastermind. Uh, Chuck Berry. Yeah. Uh, run, Rudolph, run. So I get two there. Two out of five, Brett. That's a Christmas miracle. I, did, I didn't suggest. That was like music that you didn't get. But we've got some actual music. That is actual Christmas music that we can play now. And I think that's quite exciting. It's really exciting because I think it's quite good as well. I think it's very good. I think it's really good. But yeah, this is a song called Merry Christmas One and All by a guy called Danny Burton. Yeah. Before we play it, just like to say thank you everyone for listening. Hope everyone's feeling very Christmassy. Um, If you want to feel more Christmassy, don't watch Fat Man. If you're a Mel Gibson fan, do watch it. If you want to see what it's all about, I don't not recommend it. I think we both would say it was worth watching, but we wouldn't watch it again. Um, but yeah, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, we've been going almost a year now, so we, we're going to get to that soon. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at FCircusPod. You can get in touch with us on Facebook. Uh, the group is the name of the podcast. If you ask to join, Brett will surely let you in. Um, and you can find us on everywhere you get all your podcasts from Apple to Amazon to Acast to Stitcher to Deezer and I presume everywhere else in between Um, if you do follow us and do listen to us leave us a review uh, give us a rating hopefully a good one we would really appreciate it Um, but yeah hope everyone's having a good December getting ready for Christmas we will speak to you next week in the meantime this is a song called Merry Christmas One and All by Danny Burton. It'll be playing right about now. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas One and All. Bye-bye. Merry bye. Christmas. Good time, Harry's screaming Up in the face of his wife one too many snowballs this evening have caused the obligatory fire. Merry Christmas, one and all. Merry Christmas, one and all. Lonely Mary is crying. To the dregs of the dream 
flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 